Greetings from First Covenant Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Pastor Evan, and this is Behind the Text, a podcast that covers the details, points, or Bible nerd stuff we just couldn't pack into last Sunday's sermon. There are a number of Old Testament stories that seem hard to fathom. I'm going to guess that topping most lists is the story of Abraham being asked to sacrifice his only son Isaac in Genesis 22. Abraham had really been through a lot by this point in his life. I think Warren Wearsby says it well, quote, At the age of 75, Abraham enrolled in the school of faith. Now he was over 100, and he was still having soul-stretching experiences. Unquote. Yeah, soul-stretching for sure. Without taking a poll, I imagine most people, if asked to sacrifice one of their children for the sake of spiritual growth, would ask for a different method. It's just a hunch. So what's up with Abraham taking God at his word here and following through to the point of nearly killing his only son, the son of promise, the son that would fulfill God's covenant? Abraham followed through because of belief. Abraham believed that God would make good on his promise, his covenant, to make a great nation out of his family line. In our day and age, we have this mistaken notion that we can believe something, but not act upon that belief. Up near Vancouver, British Columbia, there is a walking trail that leads to the Capilano Suspension Bridge, which is about 459 feet long and is 230 feet above a river. Someone could say, I believe this really high suspension bridge will hold me, but then they won't cross. In that instance, this person is not expressing belief. They say they do not doubt the structural integrity of the bridge, but belief is proven by action. You see, if our actions don't follow what we say we believe, then we don't actually believe. We think, we mentally assent, we suppose, but without action we can't call it belief. How is belief created? Simply put, it is through experience. Abraham could believe that God would fulfill his covenant promise because God had been good on his word decade upon decade. God had continually shown and revealed what he would do for Abraham and Sarah, so there was little room for doubt. But, we should be clear, little room for doubt can still be too much room. It appears, though, at this point that Abraham was beyond doubt, and really, that was what God affirmed in this moment with Abraham. And affirming is really what is meant by test in this passage. Now, in the context of this story, we can be clear about a couple important things. First, human sacrifice is detestable to God. Leviticus 18.21, Leviticus 20.2-5, Deuteronomy 18.9-12, Micah 6.6-8, to name a few. God was never interested in Isaac being sacrificed. It was perhaps plausible to Abraham that God might be okay with this only because other deities asked for human sacrifice in the ancient world. Of course, those deities were also false in their ask for human sacrifice. Oh, and also, they never have and will never be real gods. Abraham may have seen or heard of the sacrifice of humans in surrounding cultures, but culture can be wrong. It turns out that the one true God, Yahweh, does not desire this, ever, from anyone. Second, God is only asking Abraham to do this in the context of his covenant promise. It is specific to this one individual 
and this one promise. God is not asking anything like this specific action from you or me. This is not something to play around with or mimic. Belief is proved by action. Abraham had belief because he knew God. He knew God was faithful. He proved it by his action. The book of Romans tells us, quote, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Unquote. Abraham believed God was good on his word. He had walked with God and learned to trust God through experience. Because of this gained trust, Abraham acted when God called. We will never be put in this kind of a position to sacrifice another human, but we are called on to act on the belief that God can and will fulfill what he promises. God made us humans in his image. We broke that image which is why injustice abounds and why doubt of God's goodness is so strong. God can, and God will restore his creation, and he gave the ultimate sacrifice of his son for our reconciliation back to himself. Abraham was persuaded that God had the power to do what he promised. He believed, which was proved by action. Let's hear from Warren Wearsby again and hear a challenge. Wearsby says, quote, At the age of 75, Abraham enrolled in the school of faith. Now he was over 100, and he was still having soul-stretching experiences. We heard that part. But he goes on. We are never too old to face new challenges, fight new battles, and learn new truths. When we stop learning, we stop growing. And when we stop growing, we stop living. Unquote. Do you believe? God has more in store for you. Action proves belief. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast so you can continue to hear more content like this and share this episode with a friend if you would. Also join us on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for worship in person or online at firstcovenantlincoln.org. And if you want to support us, you can donate while you're there. Thanks for listening.